0: Well, this isn't very good. It certainly does suck.
1: Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, Endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And I think we established last week that sometimes endearment... Isn't the name of the game. Sometimes nope. it's just uniformity is the name of the game. Sure, exactly. Um, you know, I think we've established that with a lot of these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> However, that was last week, which if you listen to last week, thank you so much. Thank you. We We enjoyed the discussion with our sister, Samantha. Um, a little different of a discussion. Touched on actually some really important things. Yep. Weren't. Real, I feel like we weren't really that heavy-handed. I think we had no. a civil discussion oh, of about course. some very important issues. Very important like, issues while still trying to infuse humor yeah, into our discussion, exactly. which yeah. I think it was a very well balanced episode in our opinion. Here. I do too. Yeah. yeah. So if you didn't listen last week, go listen because it might be our best offering we've had with our sister, mm-hmm. and, which which oh, yeah. is saying a which lot because usually lot. we yeah. we have good episodes with her. In my opinion, this week's film was marginally better in so many ways than this movie. I don't know about you, Matt, but as far as it being a film goes, Mm -hmm. it's probably... For my money, JCVD's second best actual, like, m- actual film. film. Yeah. This week we're talking Sudden Death. Mm. It is, uh, it is, was a very enjoyable watch. I agree. I had actually never seen it. I, of course, was familiar with it. Same. Um, but I never really sat down to watch it. There's, I, and granted, this is pressure I, I put on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm projecting onto other people thinking that they have this microscope on me. Mm-hmm. Um, with whatever that is you know, uh it, it's it's something it's something outside of this yeah. that again like you said it's projected i get this weird guilt whenever i haven't seen movies that people think i should have seen mm-hmm. um and being a jean claude a fan of, jean, of several jean claude van damme movies mm-hmm. this is one of like the main ones yeah. Like one of the big ones, yeah. The, like one of the blockbusters. Yeah, Hard Target '94, this yeah. in '95, mm-hmm. also in '94, yeah. had Street Fighter, yeah. in so the big and Universal movies, yeah. A Universal Soldier, ah, and so yes. Like, yeah, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, Time Cop, like some of his big, like yeah. big budget mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I had never seen this one, mm-hmm. and I uh, was I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about it. We're actually a little peek behind the curtain here. We're gonna be shooting from the hip on yeah. this one um usually we have some sort of format usually if you've been listening to the show mm-hmm. in the last year which has almost been a year yeah. um you know we have we kind of format the episode yeah um in a way to where i just go over the synopsis yeah. and matt will throw in his comments yeah um and but if you listen to our GC- not even the synopsis you you go through like yeah the I, movie yeah and you inject your you you recap the movie humorously, and yeah. then I jump in with stuff yeah. like that. It's a bit more organized. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you listen, we're going to kind of go the route we did last year's mm-hmm. JCVD January, and that's just kind of shock Just kind of talk. Just talk about the movie. We'll um, talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. We'll see how no it goes. Whoop. So kind of giving you that, just prefacing that just in case. Yeah. Um, Give us the call. We'll have a talk. No big yeah, whoop. Ex- exactly. <laughs> just prefacing that just in case uh, this is a weak entry. You know why. Yes, um, exactly. But before we get into that, Matt, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us and remind them that there's a new thing they can do on us for spotify yes uh you can find us on instagram we are at sucktastic pod you can also find us on twitter at sucktastic Sin. that's cin for cinema and if this is your first time here we like to refer to our listeners as our Sinners. Mm-hmm. so if this is your first time welcome Sinner. welcome yes and if you're a returning listener welcome back center. welcome back we love you we love you. I try. I try, we, I try you know, to make a hockey just, just connection. We, we love you, and you are always welcome here. Mm-hmm. You are always welcome here. Yes, unless you're a dirty rotten murderer, then yes. we don't want anything to do with you. Unless you're charismatic, dirty, yeah, dirty exactly. rotten murderer. Unless you are Powers Booth. <laughs> yes, then, exactly. Then uh, God rest your soul. You know Powers mm-hmm. Booth. But unless you are Powers Booth character, Powers Booth's character in this yes. film. Uh, we don't know anything to do with you if yes. you're a Dirty rod murderer. yeah exactly uh, but anyway you know yeah uh, and you can find us on all major podcast apps mm-hmm. uh, wherever uh, 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 appropriate make sure to please rate and review mm-hmm. give us five stars please doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be a good review mm-hmm. you could just be random five stars that's mm-hmm. fine it yeah. helps makes us it helps make us more visible mm-hmm. on said platforms yep. and now you can rate on Spotify which mm-hmm. is which is pretty neat yes that's very nice our mom made sure to let us know on friday that she did that Mm -hmm. three stars thanks mom yeah thanks mom you know i don't think i don't know if she saw the other two she's pretty old yes um but anyway it's movie time
0: and now for our feature presentation
1: Sudden Death was released December 22nd, 1995, directed by Peter Hyams, who also directed Time Cop, another ah, very great J C D V D movie, um, starring, hmm, I'm curious, since he's the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet not to be powers sour, booth. not Powers Booth, too, too sweet to be sour, um, this is a monumental day for JCVD in the history of Sucktastic oh, Cinema, yeah. so I'm curious if I should just leave it. For with fanfare at the end of this whole spiel, so I will. Okay. So of course we know Jean Claude is in this of course, movie. Jean Claude Van Damme um, as Darren McCord. We will get back to the significance of his appearance in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, Powers Booth as Joshua Foss, which little fun fact, he's never referred to by name at all in this movie. Really? Yeah. I, so yeah, I guess I, I never picked up I on know, that. I guess they had to give him a name. I don't know, yeah. but. IMDB is the only spot that I saw I him like refer to but though. Yeah, exactly. doesn't have an identity. Yeah, he's just this this nameless. Well, he has an he's he has like they 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 hint at his background. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he has character out oh the my ass. Oh god. But he doesn't have a name. Yeah. They never refer to him as anything. But but again, they reference his background as he's he seems like he's jumped through many um, channels of yeah. government, yeah. and he's served in the military. But it almost feels like he's this like there's this mystique. He's like this or, ghost. It's it's like there's this mystique around him. Yeah. Nobody knows exactly who he is, mm. but he knows so much about it's. What it's, a great he's it's, he's it's, the best part of this movie easily. It, we got five minutes in, and Powers Booth opens his mouth, and I texted you, and I was like, Powers Booth, choose the damn scene. Literally everything he says, mm-hmm. not everything, but. There were so many things where I was like, "Oh my God, he's yeah. so good!" He's so, well, we'll get more into him yeah. here because he Literally. he is yeah because uh, he is he's the he's the best character. Um, Raymond J. Barry as the vice president, Dorian Harewood as Hallmark, who he's he's another great character actor, voice actor. Oh, yeah. His voice sounded really familiar, and I was it, going through his IMDb credits, and like I was going through it as he was talking, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh he was in one of the more recent spider-man cartoons mm-hmm. but i was like but that voice i was like was he was he tombstone he's tombstone and i scrolled down i was like oh shit he was tombstone yep, in was... in the nine in the or in the early 90s spider-man mm-hmm. cartoon yeah that's that's an underrated great voice is dorian Hare yeah he's also was like, so familiar he's also eight ball and, yeah, uh, and Full and metal full jacket. metal jacket yeah. um uh ross mallinger as tyler mccord who's he's Tom Hanks' son, Sleepless, is sleepless in, in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you ever see Fatal Attraction? No, no you wouldn't, wouldn't let me. Why did it scare <laughs> shit out of me? the <laughs> shit out of every man in America. What a great movie! Oh yeah. Um, Whitney Wright is Emily McCord, which was. It's funny because there's a. Um, P- it, people say that this movie didn't perform well in mm-hmm. the box office. It, it made. Sixty-four million on a thirty-five million-dollar budget, so, so it, made, it made a profit. Yeah, but maybe they didn't think it would perform as well. Right. So it's funny on IMDb, in the trivia section, it says Whitney because of poor box office performance, Whitney Wright, who who's a little girl, yeah, said, like, to, to, didn't didn't make another acting appearance until two thousand six. And I'm like, how was she affected by the box <laughs> office? Yeah, exactly. She's like, uh, she like takes her. Turns out she takes herself way too seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, she's like, mommy, I don't want to be in any more movies. Yeah. Exactly. She, she doesn't talk like that, no. but she's little, all uh, little girls talk like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, my daddy, did yeah. Like, so she has that kind of typical delivery, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of give it a pass yeah, as she a She kind of looks like uh, she would play Martha, in, or not Martha. Uh, Margaret. Margaret and in, like, a Menace. Dennis the Menace yeah, she does. TV show. Yeah. Oh, uh, she does? No, I see oh, she does, she does look oh, okay. like that. Um yeah, yeah. Um, a little, we don't really, um... Every now and then we'll give credit to the composer. Um, oh, yeah every, yeah. every now and then. However, we don't ever really showcase the composer, mm-hmm. but I will say this might be the first composer making his second appearance on ah, Sucktastic Cinema. The great John, John Debney did the score, which is very much trying to sound like Michael Kamen's score from Die Hard. Here's the thing. This movie... I wouldn't say it's not it's not a facsimile of no, Die Hard. It, isn't. It's, it is extremely derivative. There's a lot of though. parallels. Yeah, like, it's it's called and it's called like a rip off of Die Hard. Sure. But it they're taking that particular format, mm-hmm. Yeah, know, to which uh to which you take the general the overview the general format mm. and you can kind of twist that and, yeah. and make it your own and exactly. I think this movie does Which it Which is, fine. That, if you're going to yeah. be derivative of anything Die Hard Die Hard yeah. is a I think that's a pretty damn that's, good thing to rip off I will say for my money rip I, off I've I've probably, quote unquote yeah and I think I've said this on the show before Die Hard is my pick for the greatest action movie of all the, time, there's just there's so much, and here's the thing: it's not a bad quote unquote rip off of Die Hard, yeah, because it hit when it, the the checkpoints it hits it hits them pretty damn well, mm-hmm. and this actually is one of the more cleverly written, yeah, Claude Van Damme movies. Yeah, you can't you got to go in with an understanding that the the bar is so high. Mm-hmm. So as long as you check the boxes and you do it competently, mm-hmm. which this movie does, yeah. then you're probably you're you're gonna have it's gonna be enjoyable. Exactly. I think there's only an issue if you bungle it. Yeah. And there's exactly. there are some things in here that weren't as tight as Die Hard. They well, didn't yeah. thread things together was, as well as Die Hard. The whole time, in like internally, I was thinking there's just there's something missing. Yeah. Know, there's a certain like Genizic quoi. That, that exactly. isn't in, in this in, movie. In honor of the muscles in from Brussels of, and Lucky Luke Robitaille, yeah. who's in this movie. That I popped so big.
0: When <laughs> <laughs> we started speaking French to Luke,
1: we'll we'll get into the hockey because yeah, well, I, I do have a gripe with the hockey. The in this hockey, movie. yes. So I will. I feel like we're gonna talk a lot more about the hockey. Your in this. eyes fucking lit up when I mentioned Luke Robitaille. I, because I'm telling you, I, I love Luke Robitaille. I've been a yeah. fan of Luke Robitaille since I was a kid. Yeah. From a scoring perspective, he is the greatest left wing to ever Underrated. play in the NHL. Doesn't get hardly it's enough really, credit really only hockey people. Yeah, like recognize the some, greatness of Luke Robitaille, Marcel Dion, people like Dino Cicarelli, yeah. These people have scored six hundred plus Nichols. goals. Bernie Nichols. Bernie Nichols scored seventy goals in a season. Yeah, which is yeah. nuts. Who's he's he's? Listen, there's a lot of name drops in Mike this movie. Gardner. But with Mike Gardner, yeah. people six hundred, seven hundred goal scorers, yeah. Lanny McDonald. Yeah. who you know. 500 plus you know just the, the, one of the yeah, greatest yeah. leaders in hot you know these people mm. exa- like you said if if you're not a hockey person you don't know these names yeah. which is understandable there's sure there's a litany of football you know soccer players yeah. who i don't know who the hell they are but they're legends hockey is just yeah hockey is just it's a means to an end it's a ba- it's the backdrop and i like the way that they use the yeah. game threaded throughout the whole movie like it's, it's always on in the background again, it's clever because it's set, it's as we'll get into like the plot it's mm-hmm. it's it it's supposed that's supposed to be like the edge of the seat set the pace of the yeah. movie sort of thing mm-hmm. and Us, that's yeah go ahead and then that's it's and again it's it's a you can say all you want derivative of die hard sure. but i mean it's it's an interesting take during a major sporting exactly. event and you could and like you said you could have worse derivatives yeah of die exactly hard. this is this is a a very well done movie yeah um but john debney this is his, his, mm-hmm. his second appearance but you know let's get back to to jean-claude here yes jean-claude can now call himself the latest member of In Uh, the Sucktastic Cinema Hall of Fame. He was going to get it this month anyway, even if we hadn't done Street Fighter a few months ago. Last week, whether it was this week or next week, last week we mentioned to Samantha and to all of you that listened, we almost kind of tailor-made this month. Yeah. We're... It's a sequel to last year when we did the Radcast, JCVD January, but it's almost tailor-made to put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But welcome to the Sucktastic Cinema Hall of Fame, Street Fighter, Double Impact, and now Sudden Death, Mm -hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Jean-Claude, he don't give a Van Damme. No, wait. As our friend, as friend of the show, Jake Austin would say, if it ain't Jean-Claude, I don't give a Van Damme. Exactly. Jake Austin, who was on our Bloodsport episode yeah, on the Radcast year. Jean-Claude January, mm-hmm. go check that out because the Radcast could be peeking its head around the corner exactly. here pretty soon. We did yeah. mention in that episode that it's the series finale, but we also didn't bring any, mm-hmm. didn't really hint at some final finality. Yeah. We made sure to say several times hiatus or sometimes we soon. We could come blah, back blah, blah, to it. Because we very it's very like you know we are coming back to it yes after february we're gonna resurrect the radcast mm-hmm. i know that's not very you know <laughs> this, is, this isn't a huge like uh, you know there isn't a lot of fanfare it's just let we're radcast is coming it's like back. double we keep Im- mentioning it it's yeah. like a double impact when frank avery's like oh I, by the way i'm not your uncle I'm not your uncle yeah you'll, yeah, you'll you know that brother yeah, yeah you'll know that reference if you listened last yeah. week and if you didn't go listen to double impact yeah, it's a good episode it's, it is it's a very different offering mm-hmm. than what you may be used to from us um but what's funny is there was no VHS open to this. Really? Yeah, which is crazy. Just because, gets right into the action. Well, there was there. I'm sure there was a VHS open. FBI they don't, warning. It's yeah. It's not, <laughs> what I'm saying is yeah, they yeah. don't have a VHS open on YouTube. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was, Okay. Which is funny because there was also a film in 1986 called Sudden Death, mm-hmm. which is a completely different movie right. that did have it on there, but it's 1986. This so one's on the funny. nose with the name. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Um, considering the subject matter. Yeah. And towards the end of the movie, they yeah. go to Sudden Death over time. Yeah. They say the name of the movie a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's not on there, so I just pulled the hard target, VHS Open. Fair enough. Um. So... Hard Target, VHS open. What was on the VHS? A trailer for a film called Judgment Night with Emilio Estevez, mm. Jeremy Piven, ba- yeah. the, a balding Jeremy Piven before right. he got his hair plugs. Uh, Dennis Leary and Cuba Gooden Jr., who was in a movie trailer last week. What an interesting smattering of people. Yeah. It's also, Stephen Dorff is in there. Stephen Dorff. Uh, Stephen yes. Dorff is, Dorf is uh, Blade. Oh, he was in Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was in Blade. He wasn't yeah, Blade. Wesley yeah. Snipes is Blade. Yeah, Wesley Dorf was Blade. Yeah, exactly. Dorf. Tim Conway. Tim Conway Dorf, is from the Dorf, Carol Burnett yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Dorf so, plays golf. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a film about four friends going to see a boxing match, but to avoid a traffic jam, they take an exit that leads them into a dangerous part of town. It witnessing an execution-style murder Holy. by notorious joke thief Dennis Leary. Holy shit. Is this movie a comedy? No. Oh, my God. No, it, uh, um, it, it, but it doesn't look good. So. Sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because all the dwarf talk. <laughs> Maybe it's because all the comedic actors. Yeah. But with, that, with the time period it came out, it's a soundtrack. It's one of those rock groups doing songs with rap groups. Oh, so. I've heard of this. Um, what's so it called it's called judgment night i've heard of this okay. it's like yeah. ice or ice t's on it right? it's helmet and house of pain okay uh faith no more and booyah tribe mm. but tribe is uh it's t hash or t hyphen r hyphen i hyphen oh, okay. b hyphen so yeah, yeah i'd say booyah tribe yeah um slayer and ice tea okay living yeah. color i and have run, heard of this yeah movie. living color and rum dmc yeah and sonic youth and cypress hill Okay, so it sounds like the soundtrack was probably it's it's like Spawn. Yeah, like it sounds like techno mixed with hip hop. It sounds like the soundtrack would be better than the movie. The movie looks like it sucks. Right. Um. And a when a stranger calls back, which is a sequel to when a stranger calls. Of all the things to have a sequel to, yeah, I feel like that's like that should be like a one and done sort of thing. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. But those are the only two. (laughs) Oh no! How about think? How about because Carol Kane is or Carol King? Carol King. Yeah. Carol King. Carol King. Carol King. Carol King is the singer. Yeah, exactly. Tapestry. Yes. Um, Carol King is also in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When you're out on your own yes. and a stranger calls off <laughs> on your home yeah. <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> yeah, you can rhyme home with phone. Yeah, and, yeah. Et phone home. Yeah. Et got it. Yeah. Um, but the story was actually. Um, Et was in an episode of Gilmore Girls. Yeah, exactly. He he, <laughs> he, he, he was he's, he was he was he was from out of town. Yeah, they were all <laughs> speaking so fast. He was moving his head. He's like ah ah. Yeah. And he made that noise like when Elliot shines a yeah. flashlight Yeah, they're on. and they're at they're at the diner, and uh you know Luke sets down a coffee in front of Et sets down a coffee in front of Lorelai. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. th- yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. Three three fingers yeah. reach out and grab it's, the mug. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch Gilmore Girls if Et were in it. I'm open to watching Gilmore Girls. I, I am too. Yeah. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't. will see how going. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Still so, after this episode. The story <laughs> was actually by Karen Elise Baldwin, who this is how they got it made. She's the wife of Penguin's owner. Harold or Howard oh, Baldwin? Huh? Yeah. So Interesting. It, it was actually written. That makes the nice. screenplay was yeah. by somebody else. Yeah. Um, I forgot the the guy's name. He actually did this. He actually wrote um, National Lampoon's um, Deadly Weapon. Uh, loaded with, Weapon? Loaded Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With, lo- with Loaded Weapon. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. And Danny Tim Glover. Curry. Danny, Danny Glover. Or, no, no, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Samuel um, L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It's, actually, it's John Lovitz. It's an incredibly silly film. <laughs> um, but it's actually funny. We mentioned Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Emilio Estevez was in Judgment Night. That's, and that's why I thought Judgment Night was, was a comedy. So I was like, <laughs> oh, Emilio Estevez. I immediately thought of like, loaded, loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's how this movie got made. And essentially, okay. the movie is Jean-Claude Van Damme plays a firefighter yeah. who two years prior yeah, the to the movie story, opens up. um acts wasn't able to save a little girl in a yeah. house fire. Which yeah. that's a that's a I got that's traumatizing. That was a pretty like well done scene. I got goosebumps when I there saw it. There were that. a few things in here where I'm like. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I that's like that's that. crazy. Uh, yeah. Like that's really dark, mm-hmm. um, and tense. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, he has this trauma. Yeah. So it's to be believed he was taken off. Of, he, it's kind of mentioned he was taken off yeah. the line of duty, taken off the force, and for two years he's been doing something involving think like it. a safety inspector. It, or It's something, something like yeah. that because it leads to him being made the honorary fire marshal or like the fire yeah, marshal. Yeah. To oversee and and to inspect things at the Stanley Cup, yeah, which it's also to be believed he's been doing this throughout the whole playoffs or the finals, right, 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 because um, he knows everybody, yeah, and he has two kids and he he's, he has an estranged wife and yeah, um, we see very little of the kids kind of stepdad, who, yeah, they they take time to make him seem like a nice guy, but then yeah. like they don't they just, we don't go back to it it's it's a trope that's used in a lot of movies yeah. like you know like uh like liar liar mm-hmm. so just just the relationship dynamic of uh you know kit you've got the the dad who is now is divorced with his wife and mm-hmm. the wife is kind of like you know she's remarried and the stepdad is is in but then the dad shows up mm-hmm. and stuff like that and, yeah and the wife's like like what are you doing here is like well i'm here to see you know kind of yeah. the contentious yeah and then then like the stepdad is like trying to be cool with them and then it's it's you know it, it's in a lot of movies that yeah. kind of thing yeah. um but the, they—it's except in a lot of movies they kind of harken back to that in some yeah, way. Yeah, they don't they, do that. They, they don't do anything here. Yeah, the stepdad is trying to win the favor of the kids. Yeah. like that—that—that's—that's that's not a story point. Yeah. at all. But essentially, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme plays Darren McCord, and he takes yeah. his kids. He treats his son's birthdays the day after the events of the movie. Right. Um, but he treats them to—they got game seven tickets to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. Um, which will, again, when we talk more about the hockey stuff, we'll we'll say. It's inaccurate because the 95 Stanley Cup finals wasn't the Blackhawks right. and, and the Penguins. This was filmed during the lockout of yeah, the a 94 lockout, 95 season. Yeah, exactly. Which eventually resumed, and uh, the Blackhawks and the Penguins did not make it to the Stanley no. Cup finals that year. It was the Ni- Red Wings. In the 92 Stanley Cup finals, yeah. the Blackhawks and the Penguins. Yeah, the Penguins yeah. slept the, the Blackhawks. Swept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said slept. I said maybe. Uh, <laughs> I s- swept. Yeah. Um, but it was actually the Red Wing, the Detroit Red Wings, and the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. Um, but this was also released later in the '95 season, so exactly. the Stanley Cup Finals had already happened. Right. Um, again, they kind it of just it, you know if if they if if the pe- the owner of the Penguins' wife comes up with this idea for a story to take place, yeah, and it it wasn't the melon Dome yeah. yet, uh, or at that time, yeah. but to take place in Pittsburgh, I mean, might yeah. as well just have it with the Penguins in the Stanley there Cup was, Finals. there was a there was enough. Real penguin stuff in there. Yeah, like there were like actual player names. Mm-hmm. Um, Robitaille was really the only penguins player. Yeah, but there were actual like player jerseys and names, yeah. and like same with the Blackhawks and it was mm-hmm. at the arena. So, so there was enough accuracy there yeah. to do cares. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a miracle to where like you can't like. Anything anachronistically like accurate, like right. needs to be like we need to make sure stuff's right. accurate. This is just a movie. The biggest draw is Darren McCord is supposed to be this skittish, you know, fireman who yeah. you know it's, he's got PTSD. He's got PTSD, yeah. and and we're kind of led to believe because of the events at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. And then we get a two year later, two yeah. years later title card, and then we see the next time we see him, he's picking up his kids, um, and then a, the events of the story as a whole is he is like John McClane. He's yeah. kind of a one man. He has to be this one man, quote unquote, yeah. army against this group of terrorists slash thieves who the big thing is the vice president is coming to game seven. Yeah, yeah. But they take the vice president hostage, hostage and they have hostages in the box. Eventually McCord's daughter, they take hostage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Powers Booth's character, who isn't referred to by name. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to call him Powers Booth. Yeah. Powers Booth, want, had him and his crew holding everybody hostage. He has them scattered throughout the building. Yeah. Uh, I want billions of dollars sent to several offsho- offshore bank accounts, yeah. um, which is very reminiscent of kind of what Hans yeah. Gruber wants to do. And Powers Booth, The I think the— the performance is so good because Powers Booth is really good He, I mean he, his, he's he's made a career off being a great character actor yeah. he's Curly Bill and Tombstone yeah his dialogue is really good mm-hmm. it, almost everything he says I'm like god that's that's just like that's like out of the out of the over the top villain playbook mm-hmm. like a cartoonish villain play and there were several points to where because like his character too is very like well-spoken charismatic charismatic slick, educated yeah. slick you know stuff like that and so that's where i could see like the hot Han- it's very good because it's very reminiscent of hans mm-hmm. gruber yeah. and, and his speech patterns nothing effect. actually nothing shakes him like visibly no. shakes him throughout uh-uh. the movie the only time we see that is at the end because I mean, if you've seen, when he dies, you, hey, if if you're listening, if you're listening to this, you more than likely have seen the movie. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert: Darren pops in. Yeah. The bad the movie. guy dies. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler like, alert. Yeah. So he freaks out when he's about to die, and the only time we see him kind of shaken is when he like yeah. when Darren shows up to save all the hostages. He kind of we see him slip out the door. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um. But the movie is Powers Booth's crew wants all this money um Mm -hmm. sent to this these offshore bank accounts the catch is he pops in in the middle of the first period and he gives these the 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 stipulation of this has to be done by the end of each period yeah a third of it has to be done by the end of the first period because this is billions of dollars a third of it has to be transferred by the end of the first Mm -hmm. or i kill one person Mm -hmm. Because at this point, it's the VP, it's, like, the mayor, all this. It's the a bunch owner, of pe- The owner. It's a bunch of people wives. in this skybox, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, freaking out and stuff like that, and uh, which he's playing up. like oh, of it's course. It's just, like, he's just being a smartass. And it's just – a third of it has to be transferred by the end of the first period, or one person dies, mm-hmm. a third of it has to be transferred no, by the end, Another third, third, third of, it. of yeah. it has to be transferred by the end of the second, or two people die, mm-hmm. and another third has to be transferred by the end of the third period, or everybody dies. He detonates these, yeah. just these C4 explosives. He's got bombs. ten bombs spread out across the mm-hmm. arena. Yeah. And it becomes like a cat and mouse, like he's like uh, 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 JCVD is running around trying to undo all these bombs and yeah. it plays into a really cool like he he throws out he's like here is the game like yeah if, if i find all of your bombs before the end of the game mm-hmm. like you lose if if i don't i lose you know kind of thing Yeah, you can kill me in front of everybody yeah. here yeah and it's it, it's a, that's a different that's a cool it's, angle it's a different take and powers booth has the detonator and he's like let's see how many you've you've on you know, let's see how many you got in fire man like at yeah. the end he's like mm-hmm. he's Okay, one and he's like going through each bomb. He's like, "Nope, got that, got yeah. that." And then he's like, "But that's at the end." And, and, yeah. a, and of course, um, the first half of the movie mm-hmm. essentially is building up the tension, right. show, showing who this because we actually don't see Jean Claude Van Damme. He's not peppered through it like the, the last hour hour yeah. to fifty minutes. He's all over the place, yeah. but really, it showcases Powers' booth. Mm. It showcases oh, yeah. this operation he has. Yeah. It show like the whole beginning. Like we see Jean Claude Van Damme with his kids. We yeah. see him interacting with people at the Melon Dome. Yeah. And again, it's not the Melon Dome's movie. It was the Melon Dome. It started becoming like the Melon Arena in 1998. Well, I'm gonna, gonna say the Melon Arena. I'm gonna arena. call it the Melon Arena yeah. because that's what I grew up knowing it as. Yeah. So the Melon Arena. He's talking with these people, and we're show. We see Darren McCord, and I will say. He is made to be a much more likable character. Yeah. There's a much there's there's an actual distinction. If you listen last week, one of the gri- one of the things Samantha brought up, and we definitely agreed. Yeah, there's no distinction on who's a good guy or a bad guy because everybody's a bad movie. guy. in yeah, yeah. Double Impact, and this right off the jump, we see him as. Yeah, we see he has sweet moments with his daughter and so like, Yeah, there's there's some really sweet things they harken back to, but you definitely see who's good and who's bad. Yeah, I will I will say. I said at the beginning there was just something missing Mm -hmm. from this that Die Hard had that this doesn't. And I think Bruce Willis and Die Hard, like his performance, he's he's a better actor than Jean-Claude Van Damme, even though this is still – of pretty good you know comparatively this mm-hmm. is a good performance from jean-claude yeah. van damme it, it is it's just there's a lot that's delivered I say, kind comparatively of, to other jcvd yeah. bro- not comparatively to bruce there's Willis. a lot yeah. that there's a lot of things that jean-claude van damme he he delivers with like the gravitas you're supposed to have yeah, yeah. as like an action star but i think they, they try and play him as like an everyman he is and, yeah like, he's like, not a weapon well in, like yeah. in time cop you don't see a ton he's not really played up as someone with like a vast martial arts background he he's a civil servant yeah um and time cop he's a police officer yeah at at the beginning and this he's a firefighter right so he's supposed to be a regular everyman who they kind of slip in he's he's french canadian in there yeah um which i will say if he were a police officer in this i could say oh it's just police combat like hand-to-hand combat training or i've never i've never gone through police training or anything so Mm -hmm there had there's probably some sort of de- self defense uh-huh. There, with this, he was a former firefighter, so they don't yeah. explain how he knows how to kick because yeah. he kicks ass in this yeah. movie. But they don't explain how he knows martial arts. You yeah, know? but it's just you know that's it's just one of the things comes with the territory. Yeah. But also, I will say he does get his ass kicked he quite does. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, because as a part of him trying to track down Powers yeah. Booth and trying to get his daughter back mm-hmm. and trying to detonate all these bombs, he has to encounter yeah. the the cronies. He's he has to encounter work the henchmen and and a henchwoman. Yeah, um, I will say. The other thing Die Hard has that this doesn't... Is, like, the henchmen are way more intimidating in Die Hard. The the henchmen in this... Everything... The bad guys start off just fucking ruthless. Yeah. Just just, ruthless. They just shoot everybody. Yeah, and that's where the intimidation comes in. But then there are things excuse me that unfold is the movie because i'm like he's got a he's fighting the penguins mascot iceberg yeah Yeah, and then and then he takes the place of the starting goalie yeah there are there are things that take the edge off yeah well the thing is um it's funny because when he fights the mascot because essentially (laughs) at the beginning of the movie it's established there's 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 a lot of I'll get back to the mascot yeah, yeah. part. There's a lot of the foreshadowing that's kind of like, if you if you know these movies or have seen enough of these movies, you can tell what for- what the foreshadowing will be. Yeah. Like, why does his son just randomly have a water gun? They it'll do, it'll show do, up. They do pay off a lot of things oh, that of they course. set up. You know, his daughter... Has this stamp book, and yeah. she she throughout the movie she stamps several people, and yeah. it's it's, an, it's a nice it's a cutesy little thing. Yeah, but it the always guy at the front's like I'm never washing this hand. Yeah, again, it always it always gives a tight shot of her stamping yeah, somebody. Yeah. so uh, so later on when she stamps Powers Booth's character on accident, on accident, yeah, um, we see that pays off later. Cause when he tries to escape, and then he ends up looking like Robert Wagner, RJ. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah he's, uh, which I think I'm gonna dress up like Powers Booth at the end of this movie for Halloween. Just cause, like, just, just with like, the angel, just with yeah, the penguin nice jacket, brown toupee with a brown fake mustache and a penguin's jacket. Yeah, like uh, like well, they they give a quick shot of him, and at first glance, I was like, so he's he's uh. So he's disguised as Robert Wagner. <laughs> yeah, exact R J. R J. That is not that does not constitute as a second appearance for Robert Wagner. No, it in the doesn't. Uh huh. Um, but that so that shows up, and then again there are there are several foreshadowy things yeah. that I give credit for. Even I mean whether or not you think it's cornball or corny, how right. they just serve up some foreshadowing or yeah. serve up plot devices. Right. If you go back to it, I think you just. I think that's that's you. I applaud that enough. Yeah. So whether or not you kind of serve it up, just as long as you go back to it. And like and like the announcers, like when the begin the game begins and everything is is getting set. You know the the cool thing is this movie goes back and forth between cutting back to the hockey Mm -hmm. game and then cutting back to like you know whether Jean Claude walking through the arena trying to find Mm -hmm. the bombs or like fighting henchmen or Mm -hmm. like Powers Booth like just being a you know just a great character. Mm -hmm. It it cuts back and forth and then there they're watching the game in the box or when jean claude goes to like uh uh like a, an executive suite or mm-hmm. whatever he's like drawing up a map of the arena mm-hmm. trying to decide decipher where the bombs are the game's on in the background mm-hmm. because the game is the timer Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and and that that's a really that was really well done. like we, I mean we mentioned the way they thread things together yeah. like that was really well like executed. Mm-hmm. And also it, when you watch it as a viewer, there's that there's kind of the twofold dramatic irony of yeah. you watch it as a viewer and then also like, I guess not twofold because it's just dramatic irony yeah. anyway. You're watching it as a viewer, you know that there's this intense situation, but mm-hmm. you see the people at the game don't realize it they just think they're at a regular hockey game yeah and uh that yeah yeah, that's a bit that that kind of adds to a bit of tension there Mm because you you put yourself in their position um but I will say, and th- that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I was getting at uh, with like the setup and payoff, mm-hmm. something like that. They they actually do a pretty good job of that yeah. in this movie. Well, it was at the beginning the announcer's like, "It is deafening in here. I can't even hear myself think." Like yeah, that kind it's of like, thing. It's like wait, it is it is packed. With everybody's yeah. packed in here, you couldn't even you I, you couldn't even get in here. Like brand. Oh shit! Uh, I put it. I actually wrote it down because they actually they say a couple things yeah that are supposed to like it answers your question of like how does nobody because like there are like many m-i-n-i like small bombs that go off mm-hmm. in like the parking lot and they there's, you know, one of the henchmen has has an RPG in mm-hmm. RPG. RPG. It's a rocket-propelled grenade. Yes. He blows up a, a helicopter. Yeah. He blows up the that he blows up the the screen at the front entrance. Yeah. Uh, like the uh, what do you call it? Like the uh, the 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 big the big the big Tron the, out in front the of the arena board. that yeah, lets yeah. you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he blows up, nobody, and, and in my head I'm like. Nobody is aware of what's going on. I'm like, oh, they did say at the beginning. The announcer yeah. said it is deafening it is there. Like, I'm like, but also like, no one's getting up to like go to the bathroom. Nobody's yeah. like walking the 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 concourse. Like nobody, like nobody, like literally everyone is in their seat in the game. Like, yeah, Which there's no you, stragglers. If, you, if you've ever been or, to a hockey game, yeah. one of the and, that's unrealistic because yeah. it also it's one of the more frustrating things of being in yeah. a hockey game is like you're not supposed to get up until the end of the period or stoppage of play. Yeah, yeah. People don't listen. It happens. It's not all even the, like supposed it, to. Yeah. It's like it's just they. It's would a courtesy. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But people get up all the time yeah. during the game to get a beer, to get food, yeah. to get whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. Um. I just I I wrote down the quote. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. even if you were packing heat, you couldn't get yeah. in here. Yeah. They did. They do have and like when Jean Claude is, is talking to his son, they're at the game. And he's like, both of you stay in your seat because he still has a he still has a job to do. Yeah. Like he's got to go around mm-hmm. and, make, and check the safety of yeah. the arena and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, he's like, make sure you stay in your seat. Like, and he's telling the son like, stay in your seat even if the even if the whole building is crashing down around you. Yeah, don't move. Yeah, because because the son was being a dick to his sister yeah. and like he sprayed her with with the uh, with the water gun. because yeah. I mean she's she, because because um, he was making fun of her and then uh, he was kind of like poking at her saying he's like, like daddy's dad. a firefighter it's and like, he's like dad's not a firefighter he's probably changing another light bulb he's not he's yeah. too scared to be a firefighter yeah which I was like why is it because at the beginning the the son's like dad hey dad you know like mm-hmm. oh we're going to the penguins game yeah tomorrow's my birthday shit like that and now all of a sudden the son thinks his dad's a loser that's the thing it's just, is like it's just you kind of there's some things you're like they kind of to put in yeah, yeah. for plot convenience yeah. to try oh, and, yeah. for again for to get from point A to point yeah. B somehow because she says like she's like I hate you and he sprays her and it causes her to yeah. spill her drink and she runs off that to the bathroom. She gets to go to the bathroom, gets yeah. kidnapped by the penguins mascot. Yeah. Um, which I'm a sucker for a mascot, like just moving around and doing uh, anything. So yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna uh, come back to that. So the movie actually, they the I think it was the screenwriter wanted it to be a comedy. Okay. It was either the screenwriter or the, or the director. That makes they sense. wanted it to be like a parody comedy, and that was actually him fighting the mascot. Is actually like. Part you of when is, it was a comedy, it's the only thing that stayed in. Really? Yeah. So that is or, or it's it's the only concept. So it's not like they made it a parody comedy and then they turn yeah you know, turn on their heels. It's the only concept that stayed in. Oh. So that's that's funny that that happened. So. I don't. E- not even Jean Claude even Van Damme killing the mascots <laughs> would stayed in. Uh, I'm sure they would have done it in a more kind comed- pretty gruesome. I'm, way. I'm sure they would have done it in like a a uh, a naked gun yeah, style yeah. way. I would have loved it's Like to fall down see- an elevator shaft. I would have loved something. to have seen a naked gun style yeah, yeah. movie like that. He, the maybe thing- he looks down the elevator shaft. He shoots. He scores. Yeah, you know, they, kind of thing. They actually remade this with Michael Jai, the great Michael Jai White. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And it's at oh yeah, the a, great it's Michael Jai, it's Jai at White. A, yeah. It's at a basketball game. Okay. It got terrible reviews. Right. I watched the trailer and I was like, "I love you, Michael Jai White, but this yeah. looks, this looks like shit." They do a lot of, they remake a lot of Jean Claude movies with Michael Jai White. Yeah. Michael Jai White was in Universal Universal Soldier, Soldier yeah, Two, yeah. which if you know, well, if, he's also in the first one too. They, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, he he was in background two background character, which yeah. we are covering. Right. At some point, I think next week. Yeah. Um, which has the Megadeth song "Crushem." Yeah, crush, crush, Here we go. Here we go. The first Universal Soldier. Crush. The first Universal <laughs> Soldier had "Body Count." Um, mm, good song. And this one had "Crushem" by Megadeth. Yeah, which, uh, which I typically I'm I like Megadeth. No, Megadeth but this song. I glows. like. Yeah, it's it's terrible. We're not talking about that. No, they 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 remade it with the comedic bend with Michael J. White, but it okay. got terrible reviews. Sure. Um, I think I had no idea that this was written originally as a comedy. The only thing that stayed in was the fight with the mascot. Yeah, that's that's great. Not even Jean-Claude Van Damme as a goalie as a goalie. Yeah. Cause that's another—that's a very Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. If you were to make parallels to the Naked Gun, that's yeah. very you know Leslie Nielsen dressing like yeah. the umpire during yeah. the world or during, was was it the World Series? I was—I think it was just the Queen's was, visit. Yeah, the Queen's visit to a baseball game. You could have if you if you did that angle. If this were a comedy, mm-hmm. you'd be like, ha, ha! And he's like making yeah. ridiculous yeah. saves, and then, like it's just it's, like it's, it's like the <laughs> rapid sped up. Yeah. yeah, and like there are pucks like smoking pucks behind yeah. him. <laughs> exactly, and he and he's like. Spinning around, you could even have like Luke Robitaille being like, "Huh?" It's like, what the hell's you going could, you on? You could have you could have a long shot after a bunch of ridiculousness, and then you just see, "Ha!" And he's just skating up. <laughs> yeah, he's that's ska- He skates past yeah. the blue line. He like yeah. he skates the center ice. Yeah, and then, and then the announcers like, "Well, it's like in Friday." damn <laughs> yeah. like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah, exactly. like you you have i mean, you know this isn't sure. like this isn't pc here but you yeah. have like the it's two it's the actual penguins announcers yeah, yeah. which is cool as if you watch hockey videos growing up yeah you recognize the penguin he shoots he scores yeah yeah like, yeah it's it's, it's the, the actual penguins yeah, yeah. announcer you have like that happen and you have them about to say something then you see tapping on their shoulders and it's like it's not ice cube and chris yeah, Tucker, yeah. It's two people like that and they're just like damn yeah, exactly. like that yeah. um but like it, that would see, be hilarious that's a way you can make it a parody yeah um but yeah, as we said there's <laughs> there, there is actually a part to it because it's kind of hinted John, I, yeah it's hinted because him and his son darren and his son visit the locker room which yeah. is where we see the legend luke, luke robitaille then they speak french they speak to french each other to that's each what other. made and you pop i yeah. popped huge yeah i was like Wow! Yeah, because like he was because he's, he's in French. JCVD. Jcvd's like, how are you going to do tonight? And Luke Robitaille's like, we're gonna fuck him up like in and French. And his son's like, what did he say? He's like, oh, they say they're going to do well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, also like, Jcvd is very likable in this movie. Yeah. Like it's so, like his his delivery because he's supposed to be an everyman. Yeah. Yeah. And. He plays the everyman very yeah. well in this. Yeah, and when they're in the locker room as well, they approach the goalie. I think the goalie's name is Brian Tolliver. Brad Tolliver. Brad Tolliver. Brian Tolliver. It's he's an analog for Tom Barrasso. Yeah, yeah. Oh, saved by Barrasso. Saved by Barrasso. Um, same announcer. Yeah, exactly. Um, what a save by Tom Barrasso. Mm-hmm. Um, he suits he scores. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, he because he's because he's like. He's not in a wheelchair, Dad. My dad says you play like you're in rocking a wheelchair, a rocking chair. My dad says you play like you're in a rocking chair. I'm thinking this guy's like a defenseman or something because yeah. he doesn't have. I didn't see like goalie pads. Or he anything. did. He he oh, okay. he. he, he for for five years he played for the Penguins. He's actually like really good friends with Mario Lemieux, and he helped with Mario Lemieux's recovery after he came back from really? his bout with cancer. Brian Tolliver. Uh, his the, name his name's not Brian. Oh, Toliver. the, guy that, the Brian. guy that plays the oh, guy that plays Brian okay. Tolliver. I got gotcha. you. But they needed a pro. In right. order to yeah, to yeah, play yeah. as Tom Barasso, yeah. but he goes up to him and you know he he repeats something his dad said about yeah. him, and he mentioned how his dad was a goalie in the French Canadian yeah. like semi pro league. Yeah. He's like, well, if you ever like. Feel man enough to come play. You know, I'll show you the type yeah. of game we play. Yeah. Which that pays off because he's gotta go and be a goalie. Yeah. Later. He's he takes but the announcers keep mentioning that Tolliver, they're like, he's not playing very well. He's got a 104 degree yeah. fever. When we meet him in the locker room, there's nothing to suggest that he doesn't feel well. Yeah. Like if like if he's like comes over and maybe like he's like whew, like he's got a fever and yeah like Or he's like sweating, he's like, You okay? It's like not, you're like not feeling too hot or something yeah, like yeah. That. or, some, or that yeah. or a trainer comes by like as they're walking up to him hey, you tall, hear you a right? trainer he's like you gonna be alright tonight Tolliver? you right, Tolly? you know yeah. To, yeah because instead of like a, a like a back and forth between him like oh well you think you're a hot mm-hmm. shot or whatever sort yeah. of thing mm-hmm. yeah hit, p- play him like he's not feeling well yeah. because in the game it's like wait he's not fe- he seemed fine before yeah I mean you know? he's played through you know two and a half periods yeah because then later he's got he leaves the game because he doesn't feel well Mm -hmm. and that's how Jean-Claude eventually sneaks into the locker room because he's trying to escape some goons yeah yeah. because at this point I I think to talk about the rest of it we have to talk about the character of Hallmark yeah yeah, of Matthew Hallmark who at the beginning we see is supposed to be the head of the secret service, making sure everything's up to snuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's, he's a good character as well. Yeah. Like Dorian Harewood, like is, is very good. And plus I can't, I cannot stress enough how cool his voice sounds. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's very good. Um, on that note, there's at least two other henchmen who are trying to compete with chewing scenery with yeah. with uh, Powers Booth. One of them had their moments. One, the one yeah. that was playing looked like he was playing Doom. Like yeah, him. He he, he, he was sort of like the 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 Ranger Trevet. He uh, Theo. Th- from, he, was, he, he, was the, he was he was he was he like was the Theo, from the Die guy Hard. at the computer. Yeah to, yeah, to quote Ned and the first Spider-Man, right? Uh, the first um, MCU, MCU Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, but he he was supposed to be the guy at the computer. Yeah. Who he had his moments. There was kind of a, a slimy, like dude who like who kills. Yeah, an elderly woman who ends up being the wife of yeah. the, like the head chef we see earlier in the movie. I will say at, at the first like 15 minutes, you're like, what's going on? Who are yeah. these people? Which I yeah. like if they throw you right into a story, and then right. as long as they answer questions yeah, later on. That's it. Which which is not what Double Impact did. No, or not Double Impact yeah Dumb last impact, week double yeah. impact but with with i think he double team with, with, with dinner's the, the guy who kills the old lady at the yeah. beginning um he has his moments chewing scenery which i mean i applaud they were enjoyable. Sure. he was entertaining yeah he's the one with the rocket launcher later um his yeah. character gets no comeuppance like we don't we see him use the rocket launcher escape and then like we don't see him for the rest of the movie does he we, get killed i thought he got killed if he gets killed, it's. I want to say it might be the the first guy because JCVD gets on top of the Mellon yeah, Arena. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, and, it was the Civic Arena at the time. The I Civic lived, Arena, but okay. we're gonna call it the Mellon, which I didn't know had a we, retractable roof. Yeah, um, cause, which we did our due diligence to say what it actually was, Civic Arena. We're gonna call it the Mellon Arena. Yeah, because uh, same building. Yeah, but the the Mellon Arena though. Th- this was pointed out in the Goofs on IMDb. Yeah, after the second period. Or before the second period, it's the roof is open to show fireworks. And oh they, yeah, they, they said with because the Stanley Cup Finals takes place during the beginning of the summertime yeah. into the summertime into June. Yeah, they're like they wouldn't have done that because it would have softened the ice. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I I will say they do, they they do a fairly good job of like Jean Claude at least does a, like little things mm-hmm. that sort of trigger PTSD a little bit. So like the like. The and this was probably more so because he was, um, he was trying to figure out how to, undetonate. What's the term for that? Disarm. Like, disarm. Like disarm a bomb. Which and they're like C four bombs with like yeah. these, uh, with these, the, with the the detonators. Yeah, on my detonators. Yeah, and so he's like in the middle of cutting a wire, cutting the wires for for a bomb, and. When he cuts it, there is a bit of an explosion. He like flinches. But it's fireworks. But it's fireworks. That could just be he mm-hmm. he thinks it's an explosion, then, like one of the bombs. And then there's a, a moment where he's detonating the bombs. I'm gonna get back to Matthew Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew Hallmark is built up for the first 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You think he's gonna be the Al Powell? Yeah. Uh, you like he he's he's. He's a hard ass. Yeah. He's not really likable, but you you like him yeah. as Dorian great. He's doing like a great. mix of Al and Dwayne T. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you you see JCVD gets on the horn with them. Yeah. He's talking with them, giving him information, much like the Al mm-hmm. Powell, yeah. much like the Dwayne T. Robinson. Yeah. So we see him going in. And up to this point, too, there's like these kind of in, these intense, these tense moments sort of like he th- like Matthew Hallmark thinks that. Uh, power's booth is bluffing, but then yeah, he yeah. detonates three explosions yeah, in the yeah. parking lot. Yeah. And like JCVD's pissed off cause he thinks you're half that's for half assing your job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he thinks they're half assing everything. Cause, cause he punched cause he punched him. Yeah, because yeah. he punched Because Matthew Hallmark ends up in the building yeah. as like JCVD's like cornered by one of the henchmen yeah. um because and this was cool and I'll actually i'll circle back to this matthew but hallmark bails him out saves he, he bails him, him out henchmen, we think they're gonna yeah. we think they're gonna team up but it just shows um he's a part of powers Boots gang yeah uh, which was people. a pretty which, big swerve yeah i was like i was like oh god damn it I'm yeah like, why because i like looked at my phone to get some like imdb trivia mm-hmm. and i looked up and i'm like whoa yeah what? I was like, well, all right. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, they're in cahoots with one yeah, another. because I, because I was afraid Hallmark was gonna die, and I'd be yeah. like upset because I like that guy. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I was upset because I was like, oh, now he's in the pocket of Powers Booth. Yeah. It, it, and as the movie goes on, it's revealed that Powers Booth mm-hmm. was a former member of the Secret Service, yeah. or like, or like the some government agency, something. He like he, the counterfeit. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, the counterfeit. Yeah. Of like the FBI uh-huh. or something like that. He's 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 been on the inside. Yeah. He's not just he's not like Hans Gruber and that he I am an exceptional thief. He's not just this ra- yeah. this random group of people. Mm-hmm. Like he has all this intel. Yeah, but that that's where it goes back to how you said he's he was like a ghost, almost like yeah. touching on all these different like areas of government, being a part of all of it, almost yeah. to just to this is the the this is like the payoff for him, no pun intended. That he's accrued mm. all this knowledge, yeah. And now here's the payoff this yeah. big this huge heist, yeah. Um, but I I mentioned Harewood uh, or uh, I mentioned Hallmark Dorian Harewood, yeah, yeah. Hallmark. I mentioned that because I can't remember why I mentioned uh, putting a pen in that. But what I will say, and this is something I wish they would have done, mm-hmm. shown more of, is. I like the idea of Darren McCord using ingenuity. Yes, because so he's very the, he's ve- he was very home alone. Kevin yeah. McAllister in this movie, yeah. but only like twice, and one yeah. of the times just was kind of inexplicable. So the first time is he. We he's established contact with the outside. Uh, Now his daughter's been kidnapped. He just wants to get his daughter back. And, of course, he wants to detonate the bombs. Now he knows what's going on. Um, And, you know, Powers Booth knows who he is. So he finds himself in kind of a a lower part of the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And he sees a fire extinguisher, and he sees a... He sees like a part of like a sharpened part of a tool, yeah, yeah, and he sees this this tubing, and he sees yeah, yeah. the these the these metal bars, yeah, and he cuts the metal bar, cuts the tubing, puts the bar on the tubing, uh, he connects it to yeah. the fire extinguisher, makes his own puts, dart gun. He makes his own dart gun, so when he's cornered by somebody. He shoots a dart at him. Yeah, he like he him. like flips a switch because he's got mm-hmm. a fire a small yeah. fire extinguisher hooked to his his belt, yeah. and like, he like flicks a switch and like shoots it's, a dart right. Yeah, Guy's and I was back. like, that's cool. And then, but we don't see that really the rest of the movie until the end, where he creates this like his own like. Explosive bomb. Well, he he uses his son's uh, super soaker okay, to make so a fireball. That's right. That's right. Because yeah. we see him earlier, he takes lighter fluid from the executive office. That the only because they've cut the power line, yeah, the phone yeah. lines, and the only part, the only phone he can get a hold of is like yeah. a cordless phone yeah. in the, like the executive office. Yeah. So and he sees there's lighter fluid. So yeah, when. Hallmark corners him in the boiler room and it yeah. looks like he's about to kill him. He uses his son's super soaker and, and a, lighter, and a lighter to to burn yeah. him. And I was like, "That's cool." Yeah, because Hallmark's like, "What are you gonna do? Drown me or something?" Or like, he's, "Get like, me wet?" Or something ex- like that. He's like, "Drown me?" He's like, "Not exactly." Yeah, and he right, burns him right when he takes out the super soaker. Immediately, I was like, "Fireball!" Yeah, I was like, "I was like, he's he's gonna shoot him with a fireball." Mm-hmm. He makes a, he's gonna makeshift flamethrower. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, and then there's like three instances so i I guess that's fine enough one thing i will say um if you're going to introduce something like ptsd as a character flaw quote unquote you they didn't visit it enough they didn't make it apparent enough and also they don't i think the movie you have the the two years prior to the events you have um like you fade out from Darren accidentally, you know, yeah. not being able to save this little girl. Right. Um, and then you fade out, and two years later, and then you show, like, you show him at a desk or you show yeah. him doing something in the fire department, and this is where you see, you know, exposition given of, like, him being given the task of being the fire marshal at Game yeah, 7. Yeah. And that's where, exactly. his, that's where his 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 chief gives him the tickets. Yeah. And, you know, you mention more about him getting, you know, maybe, you know maybe you know if if hey darren i know i said whenever you're ready but if you feel comfortable enough here we'd have you back on the force yeah exactly and then, and you, then you establish that and then we see it because the, the next time we see jean-claude van damme is like two years later stuff building up to the pulls game up to their stepdad's yeah. house yeah and yeah. then you see him pulling up to his kids step yeah his his mom their mom and stepdad's yeah, house yeah. and his son's playing hockey and yeah. his stepdad's uh, commentating and that's a yeah. nice moment and we see that that's the next time we see him you still have that but I almost want like a scene in between yeah. to where you show you at least hearken back like you make it apparent that he's right. PTSD exactly you he maybe he looks at the tickets and then he looks and it zooms in he's got a framed picture of his son and his daughter and mm-hmm. a framed picture of him and like his brothers on the fire yeah. like uh, in they're like in their full fireman yeah. like outfits mm-hmm. or they're or they're like pre you know firemen have like the certain look like before they put all their stuff on Mm -hmm. and they're all like you know like simpler times you'd be like so now like he's so so you you get an idea of Mm -hmm. him because even when they pull up his file Mm -hmm. that you know they know he's a fireman but there's no they can say yeah former firefighter something something about the you know you know couldn't couldn't hack it after an yeah. incident two years ago where he let a little girl die or so you know something like that and then Powers Booth can make him feel yeah. guilty ha- for that. Hallmark kind yeah. of says that he's sure. he's like like he's he's getting a whole he's letting everybody yeah, yeah, outside yeah. know. Darren McCord is letting everybody on the outside know yeah. through the uh, through the big the electronic billboard yeah, yeah. out front. Um, he's letting people know that before it's taken out by the rocket launcher right. and Hallmark's like. He was on the force, but he was taken off because he's a head case. you yeah. He had an accident, so he's taken off the force, but he's a head case, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So there's that. Powers Boots should Boot The only thing he says is like, oh, this guy could be a pain in the ass. He's got yeah. heroic tendencies. Yeah, and then you and you can draw that back because his daughter was mm-hmm. kidnapped by Powers Boots. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is put in a lot of positions to where she needs to be like, you could use that, the fact that, Two years prior, he couldn't save a little girl, yeah. and now he mentions the end like when he, he he's like, "I'm not gonna kill you because I want you to live with the fact that you couldn't save your daughter." Yeah, but it'd be way more impactful throughout the movie. He's draw, Powers Booth is drawing parallels to mm-hmm. the little girl he couldn't save, right. and now you can't. Now the another little girl he yeah. can't save is your daughter. Yeah, you know? it, there's no there's no big hump he has to get over yeah. to help in recovering from PTSD because right. when you go through PTSD, a ton of therapy. Won't he, won't take away the fact that you have trauma, but you can find ways to live with it. Yeah, and he doesn't have that big hump that's yeah. gonna help him try. You know, start to recover and live with yeah. it, and yeah. try and get back on the horse, get back on the force. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> back on the horse, back on the force. Yeah, because there is Mountie. no, there is no like. In scene before the credit. Like he's getting cart- no he's he's getting carted into the ambulance after it's all said and done. Yeah. The vice president lives, most of everybody in the box, yeah. minus the secret service people came in with because they all die. Yeah. But every you know, the owner, the owner of the the pens lives, and the, the yeah. vice president lives. And um, Powers Booth is trying to he's now in disguise and his yeah. funny Robert Wagner yeah. disguise. He's trying to get away on the helicopter. Yeah. He saves his daughter, he's trying to get away on the helicopter uh JCVD jumps on the ladder that's been extended he mm-hmm. shoots out everyone yeah. except Powers Booth that's in the helicopter Helicopter takes a tumble into the Mellon Arena. Yeah, because because previously Jean Claude Van Damme was on the roof. He opened up the retractable yeah. roof and he caused one of the henchmen to fall on top of the scoreboard, which caused because the game goes into sudden death because the great Luke Robitaille scores with like five point yeah. five seconds left yeah, in yeah. the third period to yeah. tie the game. Yeah, that's the point of tension yeah. too because like the music is building yeah. and like it's switching back to each person that's like. De- it's like, this game is about – no, this game's about to end. What's going to happen? Jean-Claude Van is bloody, and he's yeah. he's he's escaped from the, the henchman. He was just yeah. fighting in the locker room, and he's, like, pounding on the boards. Yeah. And he's, like, he's looking up. And he, one of the best things Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme can do is he's very expressive in his yes. face. No! Yeah, 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 but, think, like, he's, yeah. like, looking up. He's, like, frantic. Yeah. And then Luke Robitaille is on a breakaway. He makes a nice little move in between the little legs dipsy of doodle. a, a – and, and between the legs of a Chicago defender. it right behind. Ed, unquote, Ed, Ed Belfour. Belfour. Yeah. Um But uh, but that causes sudden death, yeah. which, you know, the game, sund- the, the time and, is extended. Yeah, and um, uh, I almost said Rutger Hauer. And yeah, Powers Booth is yeah. like, sudden death. Like, yeah. That's the name of the movie. Um, <laughs> but this henchman falls on top of the scoreboard, which yeah. causes, like, even the announcers go, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and there's this panic that that's goes on. When everyone in the Everybody starts aware. clearing out. Yeah. And then chaotic pandemonium but that another good example of why the game being constantly threaded into whether we're in the action Mm -hmm. or or it's you can hear the commentators you can always hear like the commentators in the background i know that because i had the captions on just because my house just gets kind of loud Mm -hmm. and and like i have a sound bar but i don't want to turn it up too loud and that's just been kind of my habits right captions on stuff like that while the, there was none of the characters were talking, but like commentary, like hockey commentary, mm-hmm. the captions were catching that. Yeah. So there was constantly something hockey related going on. So it's got the hockey game. Like mm-hmm. I said, it set sets the pace of the conflict, mm-hmm. and so it builds tension. Like yeah. as you get to the end of each period, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, money's finally getting in, not fast enough." Yeah. And he's like, "Who am I gonna kill?" And there, when he when Powers Booth shoots people like at the end of the first period mm-hmm. or like shoots people to get them to be quiet. It's mm-hmm. like you are very annoying kind of thing. Yeah. The music builds in such a way that you're you expect, oh, something's gonna interrupt it. Either he's gonna have a change of right. heart. Yeah. Like henchman comes in, boss, there's a problem. Yeah. That like that kind of thing. No, no, he shoots him. them. He just he just callously shoots them. There's a couple times where them. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, he did. It. Like he like he, did he, it. he shoot he shoot like he like the chef isn't a hostage. He he just yeah he was an ends to a mean and yeah. just shot him. The and whole f- oh relax. His wife his wife was just killed. They didn't want him to be yeah, lonely. Yeah, because because at the beginning that 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 smart like that kind of dirty henchman that we it's said and, looking like kind of the the slimy yeah the one, one that that we think never got like a comeuppance mm-hmm. or whatever. At the beginning he goes. To this lady who's doing who's gardening on her lawn mm-hmm. and shows her she has a gun and they go in and that's kind of the start of it all like she's yeah. used as to kind of jumpstart all that because she has to call and be like put my husband on the phone and then she has to tell them what's going on yeah and then he kills her and yeah it's like whoa Every, everybody crap. like nobody the only people that are really spared yeah are. The vice president is, and mm-hmm. then a couple of the big wigs yeah. up there with him. Yeah, everybody else is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Like th- it's not it's pretty ruthless. You know, yeah, it, you know it's it's everybody. I'd mentioned it's cold. It's callous. Yeah. You know, but it's just that charisma from Powers Booth. He's yeah. He's he's kind of you know. It's like you know not Lance Hendrickson, but no. Re- he gives Lance Hendrickson and Hard Target a run for his money. It's, I would almost say he's it's a, it's it's a different thing. Yeah, like it's a different character. Well, oh, and that's good. Like yeah. he chews it. They, the, 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 the. Some of the main similarity yeah. is they chew the scenery. Right, they're the best part. Yeah. Um. But essentially, we've we've named how how the movie goes down. You yeah. know, it's go if you haven't watched it, go check. And you like these yeah. types of movies, go check it out. It's really oh, it's good. awesome. I will say they're. It i it does lack a this, a certain menace that Die Hard has that this movie had until the mascot until the until the mascot shows up and does nefarious things. Yeah, because we meet the the woman who's in the mascot. the, yeah. the a, a the woman Carla. Carla who's in the mascot outfit and he's like, hey Carla, and like they know each other and whatever. Well, it's Joan was the original Joan, person I'm that the, we see that, at the beginning, and then Carlo was the one was the was the woman who like. Yeah. A play, his a play on Carl from Die Hard. Ah, yes. I Go will tell say Carl too, his brother's dead. Minus, minus, and again, not even Powers Booth, yeah. but minus Carla. IMDb gives names to these people. Yeah, I don't. You, I don't hear any names from anybody. There are there are a few henchmen where I'm like, this this henchman really yeah. is threatening. Like they this they there were two henchmen at the beginning. They looked like they would have been ushers at the Mellon Arena. Well, one of them yeah. kind of one of them is kind of like. Like that, eh, hey, like kind of, kind of like Sully from Commando. Yeah, or or, and I was gonna say, or uh, what's this? The same actor. Yeah, in, in The Crow. The Crow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, but it, it's essentially, I mean, and then what? The 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 one of the more ridiculous things too is like. We mentioned Tolliver being sick, and you know yeah. that's kind of used as as a foreshadowing to yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme because Tolliver goes to the locker room, and mm. JCVD stows away. Ken Re- the, their actual backup, Ken, Ken, Ken Reggett. I and we before before we end the episode, I'm going to no, know. I I have a few things to say about the hockey. I made we end I through. made sure to notate also every hockey personality that's yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned because yeah. it's mentioning its name drops but, but it's you can not, see other ones on their ron, jerseys ron francis doesn't look like he doesn't chris chelios looks isn't as slender as the yeah. guy ron that francis they, yeah. doesn't have a mustache tony amanti yeah, yeah 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 um and kevin stevens is not number 22 ed Belfour looks more like a brick house than the person yeah. that had playing him yeah um but we will get to that yes. but essentially the movie uh, – uh, what I was saying – so another thing that I think was kind of ridiculous is Tolliver is hooked up to an oxygen tank. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he's recovering in, in the, the, the locker room, and he's in, he's in his full goalie garb, yeah, yeah. of course, minus the, the mask on. Um, but Darren goes in there because he's trying to hide from Henchmen, and he gets the bright idea to dress like Tolliver. It's very Pee-wee's Big Adventure running from Andy. <laughs> he dresses like one of the rodeo guys. <laughs> yeah uh cuz cuz when he gets he's like all right get your ass in there and that's and the uh moment yeah, that's it's like all right you're his, up, his, partner. his eyes widen yeah, it's like uh, but uh, um this, so the ridiculous part is a <laughs> get it, i've never gotten in goalie gear but yeah. i can i can imagine it doesn't take just a minute to get in and it out of goalie gear it takes a little gear. bit yeah you've just, actually. just to get the leg you've actually pads worn on. goalie equipment Yeah, yeah. Um, like it doesn't it's not a quick one and done thing. No. So like him being able to first strip Tolliver. How Tolliver can't be so comatose that he yeah. can't feel somebody taking his equipment off. Yeah. So he puts on a Tolliver stuff and then okay, he perform he makes a, a a, highlight, quote unquote highlight reel save because now he's in the game trying yeah, to escape yeah. from the henchmen. But but the problem is like Jean Claude is is in the crease like and granted it it's a way faster pace than whatever semi pro French Canadian league he played in mm-hmm. but like he's got this look on his eyes I'm like I thought you used to be a goalie yeah. like there's this look because he's like oh shit stay over there stay over mm-hmm. there like oh shit oh shit oh shit like when they're coming which is understandable I'm not yeah. saying he should have been like cool calm and collected you know he should at least know how like to position himself yeah and they kind of get like he taps his stick mm-hmm. and I'm like Maybe he's like getting the muscle memory back. I don't mm-hmm. know. I will to address how he gets the that equipment. It is an equipment room, so they're probably gonna have extras of stuff. That's true, but you go he goes in there. You don't and go t- back and Tolliver is in like and is in like under No, but Tolliver is in his, his is in his under not under garments, oh. but like Tolliver doesn't have any of his equipment on. Tolliver like, is in like sweats. Um like the or like the stuff he so he When do we see Tolliver again? Did I miss so that? So when the, he takes the stuff off of yeah, Tolliver, yeah. and then the henchmen go into the equipment oh, room, or go into oh, the locker yeah, yeah, yeah. room, and you see Tolliver's oh, still okay. hooked up. That's yeah, yeah. how we know that's yes, what Darren yeah. did, okay. is take his equipment. Yeah. Um, Tolliver is in his long johns, like, huh. like on the table. You could have wow. been on your phone, I don't know. Uh, I, but, it, it wasn't, I wasn't. I was paying attention, but it's like one of those it's, things where it's like going to that, that's, IMDb. Going it was only there and, to show the audience that yeah, yeah. that was JCVD's like line of thinking was yeah, to yeah. put on the equipment, and then next shot we get yeah. is of him, you know, Uh-oh. returning to the <laughs> yeah. ice. Um, but he makes his highlight reel save, <laughs> and like if this were a comedy, yeah, kill the yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he's like trying to stay inconspicuous, but he's like yeah. He's doing good, huh? Yeah, exactly. What the hell are you doing? He's oh, you feeling he's good enough, huh? us, he's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like mm, really kicking ass today, boys. Uh, <laughs> like, he's really trying to get people off the scent. And then people like, <laughs> like, oh, Tolliver, get your ass back in there. Uh-oh. <laughs> but he makes, which from- This comedy which, is way better. Which is from- uh, Nacho it's Libre. Nacho Libre. Yeah. Um, but- uh He makes this big save, and, like, it goes silent. It's a nice save. Yeah, but it's kind of like... If you it's could, kind of an unnecessary move. You, you could have made that save standing. He stacks the pads and goes and does a glove save. Yeah. It's like, eh, it looks cool, but if this, like doing actual hockey analysis, you were really out of position if you had yeah. to do that much for kind of. It's the same thing if an outfielder yeah. has. Lit, all you have to do is just run up a couple steps and catch yeah. the ball, you know, and standing. they go and slide. But it's like they intentionally dive. Yeah. slow down and dive to make yeah. the catch. It's kind What of, a catch! It's like, well, you actually could have made you, that a You bit could more have made routinely. that catch running. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he mm-hmm. makes like stacks of pads, dives mm-hmm. and makes a glove save and everybody celebrates it. And they get a closeup of the puck. And I was reminded of threat level midnight. Towards, yeah. like, it's not like the bomb is in the puck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, threat level midnight from the office. The office yeah, uh, yeah. go puck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but essentially so that was kind of like funny to me and then he escapes back to the locker room because he gets he gets himself taken out of the game because yeah. he, he punches a Chicago defender yeah um, which which, put, which like, puts the team which puts the penguins yeah. shorthanded from a hockey standpoint they're already down by one mm-hmm. then that makes them shorthanded and then they think it's tolliver so tolliver's going to wake up and be like or what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. It's like, where did this $1,000 fine come from? Mm -hmm. He's going to get blacklisted from the league. It's like, wait, what the hell? This is also... But I had to... That's not the point. Like, the point is... Darren McCord is also somebody who pushed a a popcorn vendor into a henchman and both just allowed the the popcorn vendor to drop backwards down a flight of steps. steps. I was like, that would have killed somebody. Also, he has incredible balance for... I don't know if any of you out there have ever walked across the seating at a hockey game it's the fold-up seats it's, in, it's incredibly narrow yeah and like not like like walking down the rows on the seats yeah yeah it's, yeah. A, it's incredibly narrow those seats fold so yeah. like you have to be careful with your footing yeah and it's on an incline or decline yeah, where yeah. depending so on your you lose point. momentum quick yeah, but he's just or, or, he, or not not you lose momentum, but like you can easily lose your footing. Yeah, and like that momentum is gonna send but, you shooting forward. But McCord yeah. is 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 like almost running down. Yeah. you know across these seats. Like, yeah. it, granted, you know it could just be it's a packed house mm-hmm. and everybody kind of you know every everything's already down. Mm-hmm. And either way, he has incredible balance. So yeah, that yeah. kind of bugged me because I was like, have you ever been to a hockey game? Like, you can barely like tenderly. Like walk down, yeah, you know, walk down through the seats. Although I would imagine good balance is a valuable trait to have for oh, a firefighter. To I'm have. I'm sure yeah. it is. It just yeah. was one of those things where I'm sure. like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And all, I I was getting a little anxious, not because the movie wanted me to, but I knew that like, the actually no, never mind. This this is actually probably uh, or d- designed by the movie to do this. Like he's getting into the game me i'm like you're going to all this effort to get down to the ice mm-hmm. cuz he just he doesn't want to get in the game he's just trying to get away from these henchmen mm-hmm. so i'm like can't you think of like a more direct way to get cuz at this point he's trying to get to the owners bo- or at this point is he trying to still de- disarm all the bombs or get to the owner's box i think because either way this takes him way off course i think at this point he's trying to get to the i mean it went from wanting yeah. to disarm the bombs yeah to okay I have enough and now he's trying to just get to the owner's makes box sense. before power booth can yeah. detonate because you mentioned before he creates like this science experiment mm-hmm. to make it, he makes himself a bomb but it's just powerful enough to blow the roof off of the box yeah. and not really and like it's a not nice, gonna kill his a nice daughter human anything. size hole yeah exactly. into the box a nice jean claude van damme size hole yeah. that he was there, able to fit before into. we get to the hockey stuff i will say there is one clever visual thing they did yeah. is after the second period first period second period um powers booth has something that looks like a remote that yeah. is that controls yeah, the bombs. yeah yeah and uh and it flashes back and forth between him holding it, kind of jabbing, yeah. kind of you know jaw jacking, and JCVD uh, trying to disarm d- a bomb—the the first bomb—and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's looking at JCVD's uh, daughter. He's like, "Don't try this at home, kids." And he presses a button, and you think he's trying to detonate a yeah. bomb, and you think jean Claude Van Damme at right at the right moment yeah. has disarmed yeah. it so it doesn't go off. But then it goes back, and it's just a lighter. Yeah, and he's just smoking. It. And a a I'm cigarette. like, and then uh, then his man at the computer, his wife, yeah. his rise crack, and got the computer gives him the action. Yeah, remote, and I'm like, that's really good. That is really good. That was really good. I will say, also at the end, we had a gripe about how the end of the movie is just them loading him into a yeah, stretcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's just, and the only thing we get is his ki- his daughter sitting on top of him. My and his daddy son, was a firefighter because my dad's a hero, my dad's a firefighter, yeah. and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah, and, and there I'm was like, oh, I wish there was kind of an after. I was, maybe the vice president pushing his way through the crowd, like, you know, your country thanks you, like, like we want to thank you, like, you're, you're a real like, hero. Like McCord goes up and like yeah. shakes his hand while he's on the stretcher and yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about the hockey yeah, before we end. This, yeah. So I first and foremost I made a list of everybody that's mentioned mm-hmm. um, in this movie. So first thing we see is Larry Murphy, Great yeah. Penguin, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Red Wings defenseman. Yeah. The the um, only actual player of the real players that they. N- have a name only is luke robitaille and and the guy that put toliver that they have and they showcase and we actually see yeah yeah. the actual guy so larry murphy's jersey yeah um luke robitaille yeah who he's we've seen him several times the real luke robitaille Uh, yarmir yager's jersey which i know this was one of the issues here um and yager didn't like do it like, didn't do this movie. Yeah. Um, because, and there's actually a funny tidbit of some, ha- something Yager had like an to get issue with. i that bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I know Yager wasn't in this movie because if you no see— No mullet. All, no mullet. And Yarmir Yager would have been showcased throughout the whole damn game. Y- Yager makes no noise in the whole game. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no... Of course, Yager's... Yager was the face of the Penguins yeah. at Yeah, this after, time. after Lemieux got sick and then after he retired the first time, Yager was the face. Yeah. He was the captain. Yeah. Um. But I was like, Yager makes no noise yeah. in this game. That's how I know he's not in this movie. Right. Um, All Samuelson, which ass he's an asshole yeah um kevin stevens kevin stevens scores the first goal ron francis yeah um he's again n- like he doesn't have a mustache yeah Ed uh he, he doesn't look like mr noodle right um joe mullen yeah john cullen sean mckechran uh tomas sandstrom yeah announcer mike lang mm-hmm. uh, marcus naslin marcus Nas- naslin yeah. um for the Blackhawks, Joe Murphy, Steve Smith, Eddie Belfort, Chris Chelios, Dirk Graham, yeah. Jeff Shantz, with Shantz the center. So, Shantz the blue line, Shantz, Shantz the, the move, go- Shantz the, the goal. goal. The name's all here. <laughs> yes, yeah, Jeff Shantz, who have, are, we watched NHL's greatest goals yeah. video all the time, and he's in there. Um, Bernie Nichols and Tony Amani Okay, which again, yeah, yeah. Uh, named only because the players were all minor league hockey players yeah. um, that were performing in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And you can tell because some of these look like pee goals. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say the hockey is extremely half assed in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is not like a movie like Miracle or even Mighty Ducks, the hockey looked more like fast paced than this. This movie, it just they're at their their knees are even half assed bent. Mm-hmm. Like there's more of an intensity. Like when you're in a face-off, you're down low in a face-off. And they're just like barely hunched over. Like they're barely hunched over in the moon up the ice. Everything looks so lazy. And I get like the hockey is not the main focus. But also, like Miracle was very innovative in how it shot. That is very ho- true with it's, the cameras. It's, it's probably screen. the best shot hockey movie of all yeah. time. I mean, Miracle is amazing. Yeah, But it's probably from a shooting the hockey scenes, Yeah, it's probably the best and most well shot hockey I, movie. I would, I will, yeah. And and my thought was probably this probably had something to do with the cameras couldn't, it, it like probably, the cameras they have and the dollies and stuff couldn't move that you, fast. You pro- you you had to the pace had to slow down. Yeah, the maneuver, Which makes sense. maneuvering yeah. around the cameras and how they did it. I'm sure that inhibited a lot of. Oh yeah, you know the yeah. way it was played. Um, but yeah, it that just, was a gripe I had though. Yeah, the, the but, hockey was really lazy in yeah, this movie. But there was enough. As a '90s hockey fan, to enjoy the names, the names, um, but also like it's not—it's funny that in a movie about a, trying to keep bombs from going off at yeah. the seventh game of the Stanley Cup, the hockey isn't like the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is fine. Yeah. Uh, the before we uh, end this episode, Yarmir Yager, who we mentioned, <laughs> yeah. he he was upset because. Not, not with his representation yeah. or somebody who played him looking he was, like a he pit was, squeak. Hit the fact that hit him on the person playing him. They chose to put him. Yager, Yager mm-hmm. was on the ice for three goals that the Blackhawks scored, mm-hmm. and the real Yarmir Yager was irritated at that because he said that that would put his plus minus at minus three. Right. Plus minus is a hockey stat. Basically, judge your. It, it if you're on the ice, and your team scores, everyone gets a plus one, mm-hmm. and then but if someone you get scored against, you get a minus one, mm-hmm. and then it's it's like cornhole, and that things you, cancel each you, other you out. You more yeah. than likely, if you have a high plus minus, yeah. you more than you show more than likely how your effectiveness as a player yeah, it, is, because more than likely you were in on a play that scored a it goal. It demonstrates how effective you are as a yeah. player. Yeah. Bobby ex- Orr. Exactly. Bobby Orr. The, the man who innovated yeah. the offensive defenseman yes. position has the record for highest yeah. plus minus because he's a legend and, and he I, was in on so many plays. Yeah. And I don't know how much it... I'm not too terribly familiar with newer baseball sabermetrics. I think it's kind of like a wins above replacement. All I and know is I don't you know. know but you, if for if you're on the ice for a goal, that's a plus one. But if you, you never around, want a minus. But, but if <laughs> your next shift you're on the ice for an opposing team's goal, you're back to zero because it yeah, takes yeah. away that it takes right. away that point. exactly. It's a canceling out process. Yeah. Either like, way, I think you. Yeah, I think you mentioned cornhole. Yeah, yeah or, exactly. Or, if, or, or like horseshoes or, or darts. or you play twenty one in basketball. Yeah, exactly. You want to play twenty one? We'll play twenty two. Uh, that's a uh, uh it's Jake the Snake at the Legends of Heroes oh, of Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but um but yeah, I just thought that was really funny that the real Yarmir Yager that's what was mad about. at that the fake Yarmir Yager was on the ice mm-hmm. for three of those Blackhawks goals. Yeah. So that, anyway that, that, assessing him a minus three. It's, but, it's but, not but, real. Yeah. <laughs> it's also hit him being a, a superstar goal scorer. Oh am sure yeah. that's what he saw too. But it's that's really funny. Yager Jager can be kind of a goon yeah. sometimes. Oh yeah, but it's like while I'm on the ice, there's no way we're because I'm sc- I'm the, yeah. I'm the one doing the scoring. Yeah, he he's a guy who had hockey hair in until hockey 1999 and with, the la- with the ladies. with the ladies the ladies. He's in his fifties even to this point yeah. even even now. Um, mm-hmm. But either way. Sudden Death is a great movie. I really like. this I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it, to us, it's great. It's great for JCVD. It's great. It's great in comparison to last week. Oh, my God. I, um, this whole th- there were several points. I'm like, ah, I wish Samantha could have watched this I, th- I thought that yeah. several times, and I even texted, and she just said, you know, guys, you gave me the you choice. You gave me the choice. I chose movies, this I one. I chose this one because X, Y, and Z goes to listen to last week. She'll yeah. kind of explain her yeah, decision yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't end up great, but it's one of the things where if at a later date, She wants to watch a great action movie. If all of you out there want to watch a great action movie, this is it. Sudden Death is a great action movie. If you want a great action movie to where. It's a great action movie, but it's that junk food we were talking about. Gun uh, gun food. Gun food. No, but we are also, Samantha mentioned junk food also. Oh, junk food. I thought you said junk food. No, no, no. Because I was like, well, it's not really gun food, actually. It's that that junk junk food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that junk food. It's fun. It's entertaining. There's some menace. Mm -hmm. There's some great performances, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to win an Oscar. No, but it is enjoyable, Yeah, and at the end of it, if a movie makes me go, that is a great movie. I had a you lot know, of fun. with No that. matter whatever yeah. caveats you attach to it, yeah. For me personally, if at the end of it, I just I can say out loud, I to like myself. That. That's a great movie. That's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah. So sudden death, go out two of two thumbs you know, up. Two thumbs up. If you like action movies and you've never seen it, go out of your way to watch it. Exactly. Uh, you know. Again, I cannot. How the performance of Powers Booth enough Fan, far and away the best part of the movie, unbelievable performance. But if you watch it just for one thing, mm-hmm. watch it for that exactly because he is like uh, just a, he's just a, he's not. I'm gonna say he's not cartoonishly over the. He's top, maniacal. But, yeah, he's sinister. Yeah, he's a, he's menacing. His dialogue but he's is great, like super yeah. magnetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but sudden death, mm-hmm. love it. Great, great movie. Go out of your way to watch Drastic. it. Drastic. Drastic mm-hmm. change of pace from last week yes uh, week 2 of Jean-Claude January I'd say this is in the plus category I would JCVD. also say that exactly. yes. so I'd we, say we shoots he scores yes. thank you for listening until the next time the house lights are up the film's off the reel you don't have to go home but you can't stay here we'll see you next time